8, 10, 27 p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? I mean, how much earlier are you going to start calling me on Friday nights? Are you going to... I'm doing excellent. You Thank you for asking. I don't like know what seven, you're talking about. 7 p.m.? No. You know, and the... what? Look, I, all right, you, you, again, you, you bring these, these sentences in with no context. Most people don't know what you're talking about, but I, allow me to translate for the folks out there that don't speak Adam. Um, so we use a little product to talk to each other. This is no surprise. We use Zoom, right, so that we can see and talk to each other. You're in Arkansas. I'm in Florida, so we're not in the same place. Uh, so it's important for us to see each other and to also to hear each other. So we use Zoom. Um, and... Uh, neither one of us run Zoom during the week. Like I don't, I don't have Zoom running. I only fire up Zoom to use for this show. Uh, during the week, my company uses Microsoft Teams, so I'm on Teams. I just, I just don't have Zoom. I just have Teams. Um, but I, and I think you're the same way. Do you guys use Zoom at the Spit Valve Factory or? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Well, then Adam runs up. But here's the thing: um, is this this is not the account you would use for your your work meetings. No, it's yeah. not. Okay. My, my work meetings are on a different computer, but I do leave zoom up and running all the time on this computer. But yeah, but no, here's, it's the, not. here's the thing. Here's the thing is, uh, when I look at my contact list on zoom, when I fire it up, you're the only person on my contact list. And so the way I determine whether I'm going to invite you to the show is whether you show as being online. Normally you show offline until about 10 minutes before 10. And that's usually when I invite you. Um, I'm usually here about 9.30, you know, getting the stream warmed up. You gotta, you can't just, you know, start broadcasting over the stream, right? You can't just start sending your bits through the internet without getting them, you know, warmed up. You gotta, you gotta bring that, uh, those cables up to, to warmth there well, so that the uh, this is electrons also, flow more freely. This is also because you have some pathological thing about being late, you know, I do. And so and so you have to start things like super early. But mm-hmm. but the, but I've I've told you this before. What I do is I come up here and I start preparing. Yeah, that's fine. But I cannot multitask. I don't think anyone really can multitask, but I cannot multitask. And so when I come up here, I can't answer your call because I have to do the things I need to do to prepare. This is a Disney podcast, I would say, the, but the magic, and, the magic is calling. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so, uh, so you know today you know it was Fine. like, Fine. today you were calling me at like, I don't know, 840? It was probably. not. It was, it, it was 942. It was, I was surprised then, that you were there. And then you called me three other times. I declined the call. And then you called me three other times. All right, now and I was fairness. screaming. I was screaming at Zoom. I am under the desk setting up my fucking camera. <laughs> you know, it's like. So when, when in Zoom, when you start a video call by inviting someone from the chat window, it launches the video call. And then after that, when you click on the little in, join, you know, invite to meeting button over on the contact list it, it it doesn't notify you that it's actually ringing you so i didn't know that it was so when i was doing it multiple times around i was trying to make an invite go out and i didn't know i was ringing your computer so i was i was crawling under my desk 
because In the fairness. camera that you're seeing me on, I I I had I had ordered a new stand because my monitor is very yes tall, very tall you monitor. Know. Your your monitor is <clears throat> about. I don't know, five feet. It's funny. I, what you can't see, ladies and gentlemen, is directly behind me. I have a, a Samsung box because I also bought a Samsung, uh, Samsung Odyssey G9. Uh, it just arrived today. I have not set it up yet. So uh, I will be setting up my uh, my 49 inch. So we can, so we can review you, them next week. We can, did we can you, give um, our Did you get the original model or did you get the most recent model? Because I bought the earlier model to save some money because there is one. There is one that's like new. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, 16 or 1700 dollars. Currently six hundred dollars off. And, that's and then there's the, the like first gen, which is what I bought. Right. No, this is the new one. Cause they, it oh. was at $1,600 and they, uh, they did like a $650 off, uh, deal. And I was like, so it was like nine fifty for it. And, uh, I was like, oh. so you were like, Adam got the first gen. I need to get the, I, I need to get the new one. That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there we go. But you know what, Adam, people don't listen to this show to hear us talk about our monitors. I mean, that's, that's not, that's not what people. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. I've already done that or not. Yeah, I did. Uh, But what people really tune into this show for is to hear about my running journey. Because, you know, Adam, I started running about uh, four months ago, four or five months ago. I know Um, you're you're melting away in front of my eyes. I mean, before long, you'll be been on this journey. And uh, I just want to give everyone an update just to kind of keep myself honest here. So I spent an extra week at a minute 40 running and a minute 30 walking because like I said, I had to do that whole blood uh, thing. Uh, and then I was, I was just not feeling well. And so I, a couple of my days just didn't, I didn't really hit the 140, 130 easily. So I, I kept it around for an extra week. Uh, but this week starting on Tuesday and then again on Thursday, I, I am now on 150. So I'm, I'm running for a minute 50 and walking for a minute 30. Uh, next week, uh, which will be new, the new year, right? Next week will be the new year. No, no, no. Next week. Well, is the I mean, week. It depends, no, no. It depends so, when next okay. week, next you, week, because yeah, next week I will be up to two minutes. No next. Yeah. Two minutes, two minutes running one thirty walking and, uh, going into the new, uh, the new year, you know, at my two minute mark. So that's, that's good. I could not have imagined five months ago that I would be able to run for two minutes, like for two minutes before I needed to, you know, stop and catch my breath. I can run for 120 seconds. And that's, uh, that's quite, you know, a, a lot more than I have been, you know, when I started. So I'm, uh, anyway. Well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I, I am not running. I, I did not add any time to my running. I haven't even exercised. Let me tell you something, Adam. Tonight, I am running on wine and Christmas cheer, because that's that's what it says here on my uh, Plant City Keel and Kearney Winery Wine Run Medal, because I ran the 5K on Saturday, uh, and this was the first one that I ran with my sister, so I ran with my sister and her sister-in-law, Gwen, and her daughter and Gwen's daughter, Nicole, so there's four of us out there, oh, and actually my brother-in-law also, so there's five of us out there running for the uh, the 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 5k. I tried to stay with, and my sister and I haven't run together yet. And she is much shorter than me. So I was having a problem staying, 
slow enough to be with her. Right. And, uh, oh, because I have longer legs. And so I, anyway, so the first, I don't know, couple of cycles that I ran during the 5k, I tried to stay with her. So I was running slower than normal. And then she said, just go ahead. And so I just, after that, just went ahead and finished the race. But all of which is to say that my time, my overall completion time is a minute faster than my St. Pete Pride 5K that I had done before. And that's even with starting the race much slower. Uh, so like at least for the first three or four minutes, I was running slower than, uh, than I would have been. So there you go, Adam. Uh, I improved my 5K time uh, to like 40 it's like 40 minutes and 58 seconds or something like that. I was like, I was almost 41 minutes. Uh, my, when I did the, the pride 5k, I was at 41, 43 or something. So I cut like a, almost a minute off of my 5k time. Uh, I have my, my next run is the 8k, the Gasparilla distance classic, the 8k that's happening at the end of February. So I'm getting all uh, excited and ready for that. So there you go there. And that is a full incomprehensive running update, the kind of thing that people love to listen to on this show, Adam. They, they just can't get enough of that running news. Uh, I, don't, I mean, no one's ever emailed and given me a suggestion for music to play underneath it or anything like that. You know, that would... That would be well, nice. one day I played Chariots of Fire underneath, but I but I found that I, I needed to go edit it to get to the correct part. And, yeah. you know, I just yeah. I didn't. I didn't I do that because it starts off really slow. It definitely doesn't get to the, when you and I are talking over each other, I'm getting myself echoed back. Hopefully that doesn't show up on the recording. I don't think it will. It, I think it's just some, it's my cross to bear because it's coming across my headphones. So it's good. It's good. OK. Uh, anyway, tell me about the, the spit valve party. Like what, what does one do at a spit valve company party? Was it in, was it in person? Yeah, it was in person. So, um, so they had a, they had a party and we have multiple locations. And so they tried to do parties at the various locations, but the Arkansas party, none of my, uh, only one, I think one or two members of my team are actually in Arkansas. But uh, I decided, okay, I'm going to go to the party because I haven't been to anything and they're having this. So they had it on a Thursday afternoon and I first got there and it was a lot uh, less people than I thought it was going to be. But and everyone was just kind of standing around doing nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, and I thought this bodes well for this Christmas party because like everybody's just standing around. And you know how I don't know when you have like company events and they want you to mingle with like other teams that you don't know. Yes. And it always ends up that people cl- clump together in their own teams. Yep. Right? Yep. So that was happening. They had snacks on the back table. We they didn't serve food. So it didn't start. I thought, "Oh, this is going to be." You know, I never had a problem be... with those, by the way. I'm 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 a good mingler, as you know. So I can uh, I didn't have a problem with having to mingle. Oh, I know. Anymore. I know you are. So anyway, so I thought, oh, this doesn't bode well for this party. You know, it's not looking good so far. But eventually, one of the directors went up on stage. They they kicked it all off. Yeah. They had an ugly sweater contest. Spit valve factory. Are you ready? When I say spit, we, you say valve. Spit. Go valve. Ahead. Spit. Um, we valve. Okay. We did. We did do the company cheer. We do have a company <laughs> cheer. When you say we really do. <laughs> what? 
What? Sorry, I keep muting myself. Company cheer. Does that have anything to do with saliva? Like, is it a more, uh, a more, uh, you know, uh, a, a better name for spit? Like, you know, it's like, give me an S, S, give me a P, 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 give me an I. What does that spell? Yeah. Anyway. And it's, you know, uh, whose spit valve factory is it? It's my spit valve factory. Who's number one? The customer. That's actually our real cheer, wow. but I just replaced anyway. I see that. Well, so spit valve factory really uh, values its customers. And that's, our, that's we have a, we have a wholesale spit valve factory company that's separate. Yep. That's, yep. you know, wholesale, wholesale spit valve. It was named after the owner of the spit of valve, the spit valve company, factory. Right? Yeah. His name is Fred, right? So it's called Fred's. Yeah. Fred's. Yeah. And so they have a cheer as well. We did that one also. Oh. I've never done, I have never done that cheer. You've never ever. done the Fred's cheer before. No, I what, what never, the, I didn't the, know it. What is it? What is the, Tell me what the Fred's cheer is. I mean, it's basically the same as the spit, but it's give me an F, <laughs> F, give me an R, R, give me an E, E, give me a D, give me a H instead of the yeah. apostrophe, you know, yeah. Yeah. give me an S. Uh. Who's number one? We are. The member. Oh, the man. <laughs> there you go. So, so anyway, so the, what I wanted to talk about though, really. So anyway, this ugly sweater was fine. They had a cool thing where I, I thought it was kind of clever. They had this sheet of paper with, I play an instrument. I drive a red car. I'm wearing festive socks, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you had to go around and find people that matched. Ah, it's a way to get you to mingle. Yeah. No. So and the first person game. to fill out their list successfully wins a prize. So that was cool. And then we had a white elephant thing. Oh. And I, I had an old Google home that had never been opened. You re-gifted. From like three years ago. You re-gifted for your uh, white elephant. Well, no, it wasn't a gift. I'm sure I bought it. It was probably on sale. It was one of those Google home minis, you know? Yeah. I don't even know how much I paid for it. But anyway, regardless, I took it with me. I wrapped it up, took it with me and everything. We did this. But the thing I wanted to call out about the white elephant was we have... This is not really funny, but it is funny. We have a lot of Indian folks. Yes. From that India. Is, that is hilarious. Right? Yes. I'm getting there. It was funny in my head. So, as you know, yes. people from India, most of them are Hindu. Muslim yeah. or Hindu. And they do not celebrate Hindi, Christmas. Whatever. Correct. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so, one of these, and I don't know what his religion is. But one of the Indian developers yes. picks a package off the table yes. and opens it up. It's a picture frame and a holy Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and, some, and this guy, first of all, why would someone bring a Bible to a white elephant? Like, why? why? Because why? Arkansas. You know, <laughs> it you is know we have Arkansas. a lot of folks that are not Christian. They have other religion, whatever. Why would you? Why do Christians have to constantly be telling everybody about it? It doesn't it say so in you the know? Bible. Isn't that, isn't that well, what they like does. to say? I don't, like, I don't yeah. like that particular verse. But anyway, regardless, this Indian guy, he was making such a he was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. And then, I mean, he was making a big, he was being funny, but I mean, he was, you know, kept going on about it. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I love this present. And then when the get, when it goes to the next people, they always say, okay, everyone who hasn't been stolen yet, hold your gift up because, you know, with white elephant, you can steal someone else's, yes. but yes. yeah, right. 
And so he kept holding it up, but then hiding the Bible behind the frame. <laughs> like, I've got. Anyway, I just thought it was so stupid that someone wanted to give. Did anyone steal it a from Bible. him? Did anyone no, put him out of his misery? No, nobody stole the Bible from him. He went home with the Bible. Well. I mean, it's I don't great. know if he went home with the Bible, but he, he, it's very that cold. Person, it's very cold whoever in gave the, you know so what? That would probably burn pretty, pretty easily. Whoever gave that gift probably thought, yes, I've given an Indian guy a Bible. Maybe he'll open it and read it and, you know, be saved or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, did it, it was did a, a fan, fun, it was a fun just party kick though. on in your room? Yeah. Okay. I just, I just want to make sure. Cause it's like, I'm suddenly I'm hearing a fan. I didn't know if there was some kind of gain problem happening there. Anyway, it's not important. No, it's it's um, the the air the AC is right above the mic. So, so. one of the things, uh, you know, my company does not have. Uh, we're not a big company like the Spit Valve Factory. Uh, we're a medium sized company, and we do dumb medium company sized you know medium sized company things. So one of the things that we do is that our CISO has decided that phishing emails are the number one threat to, you know, all of us, which not necessarily wrong. Phishing emails are the primary vector in which viruses get onto networks, but they have contracted with this company that sends, and I'm not lying, 52 phishing emails a day to your email account. And your job is to click on the report fish email and then with a little pop-up that goes congratulations you've you know and they're stupid they're always things Wait. like um ups we we have a package that we cannot deliver to your house until you re-authenticate your account you know click here and with misspellings or or whatever it's, i mean it's, it's fairly easy to identify them as uh phishing emails and we do it. So you got to, you have to understand Adam, what I'm trying to tell you, the muscle memory of all the people that work at my company is to report something as phishing email when it happens. Like when anything suspicious, we do it. So this same company, again, medium sized company, stupidity. Our well, I was going to say, we also get phishing emails, but it's yes. only about maybe once a month. Yeah. It, and I would understand right? that, but we literally get them multiple times a week. And anyway, so our same company decided this year because we're all remote or most of us remote, the, you know, people aren't back in the office, uh, anything like that. They've decided that they were going to send everyone in the company a $50 Amazon gift card. 80% of our employees reported it as phishing email. <laughs> which, and what which, do they do? Email them back and go, no, really? Yes, really? This yes. is not a phishing email. But when you, use, when you use the phishing email button in Outlook, it reports it and automatically deletes that message and puts it into you know a trash folder. Uh, and so what had to happen is, and the reason I know it was 80% is because I... IT is adjacent to us. And I was on a call with one of our IT folks that was having to deal with it. It's like, because they had to go through every single one of those and say, no, it's not, you know, this really was an Amazon gift card. And so they had to type all those messages because that's the only way that they can make that email re return to the person so that they can see the code to get their $50. <laughs> so well, that's, I guess there's a way saying. to spend your week before Christmas. Right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, we, 
as a company just finished this huge, huge milestone. This doesn't mean anything to anyone, but we became, you know, all of our, our products became 21C certified, uh, which is a big thing because the deadline to be 21C certified is March, you know, December 30th and, uh, or December 31st. And so it was a big, huge milestone and people, all kind of dev teams have been working late nights and on weekends. And so there was this all hands meeting called on Wednesday morning and I, uh, help them schedule or whatever. So it's 8 a.m. Wednesday morning, this department all hands meeting. Uh, I get up to, I go to it and they're talking about, oh, what a great accomplishment this was. And they were doing the back, you know, the backpack, the back padding thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and let's let the yeah. other manager speak in. This is a historic monumental task that we undertook. And I'm so proud of all of you. Yep. And I was like, okay, I get it. They're trying to, you know, these people literally have been busting their asses. Uh, so I think, you know, they're just trying to like say, yeah, you're so valued. We love you. And going forward, this, you know, it's not going to be like this normally. This is not our normal tempo. We're so glad that you stuck with us and, and made it through this, this trying time. And I'm like going like, okay, they're just, they're just trying to, you know, pat them on the back and everything. But then, then they say near the end. So what we're going to do is next week, uh, our department uh, uh, is closed. Other than uh, absolute essential things that, and those people have already been notified. Otherwise, you just take, you you, you get, uh, you know, just just don't come in next week. Just don't come in next week. Uh, so that ended up, Adam, I wasn't expecting this. I ended up with a 10-day uh, Christmas vacation because we already had today off for Christmas, right? And then I have the next seven days off because of next week. And then we have the Monday, the second off because of New Year's. So it's like, I basically got like a, an unexpected 10 day uh, vacation right in the middle of, uh, which is what led me to buy this monitor, by the way. was Your, uh, because you got a vacation? Yeah, I'm going to be playing World of Warcraft for like an entire week now. So it's like, um, I, I want to use it. Yeah, your label, and I didn't say anything about it, but your label for that topic is unexpectedly unemployed. I like to right? uh, keep you and guessing. I like to and keep you, you guessing. And you seem happy and jolly, and I, <laughs> I figured like if you had lost your job, that maybe, I don't know, I maybe I would have heard before the podcast, A, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, and B... You know, that you wouldn't be like grinning and bopping around and playing Christmas music and all that kind of, whoo, I lost my job, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah. okay, well, good yeah, for because you. Because unlike you, I like my job. Uh, so yeah, no, it was just a, a 10 day. And I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to work next week because there's stuff that I'm working on right now that I really kind of want to get done, but I keep getting sidetracked by people having meetings. So I'm kind of looking at this next week of like, oh, I can actually get some of the little goofy side projects done that I have been wanting to get done. So, but yeah, no, 10 days off. Zach doesn't. Well, Zach's, very well, we get, Zach's next door and he's very, you know, he's going to work. <laughs> you know, we're, uh, we're now bestowed with flex PTO. So a hundred percent, like as much PTO as you want, theoretically. Right. And we, we have unlimited PTO, but if you recall, I not only took an entire week off for Thanksgiving cruise, but then took another half week off to go and visit, uh, people up North. So, and, well, this was, and I was always planning on working this week. So it was like, I was like justifying it by going like, well, we're not traveling for Christmas, so we'll be here during the Christmas vacation. But no, now I got, uh, you know, and I feel guilty cause I did nothing. I didn't work late nights. I didn't work weekend. Like I had nothing to do with them accomplishing this goal. 
So I'm basically reaping the benefits of, uh, you know, other people's work. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you managed stuff, right? You, whatever, whatever it is that you do, you managed it. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm not in the department that's writing the software for that. I'm in a different department that writes internal tools and we don't have to be 21 C the, um, but the weird thing is it, it, you know, we have an office in India. And so a lot of Indian devs are in our department and whatever. So they're, they're getting 10 days off. Well, good. That's like crazy for them because they're like, they don't celebrate Christmas. They didn't, they didn't, you know, in, in Greenway, India, uh, the, the vacations are different. Well, yeah, there are different holidays there. Yeah, they get Diwali and stuff like that. Diwali and Diwali. Sorry. Uh, Anyway, so that's Diwali, uh, not Diwali. Diwali. Anyway, you know what? I don't know. You need to learn this stuff. You manage a couple of folks that are over there in India. You know, you need to learn how to pronounce things correctly. I just here I am the. I just don't talk to him about it. Um, Good old Arkansas boy (laughs) trying to tell you how to pronounce Indian words. Uh, so why do you, why do you hate Christmas, Adam? Well, no, no. Okay. Well, you, you see, I didn't go, oh, Daniel. So you're unexpectedly employed, huh? Unemployed. So, um, I was just thinking earlier today, this is not a long story. Okay. But I was just thinking today, uh, I have to buy, I have to go shopping tomorrow. I have to buy Veronica something. I don't know what to get her. What mom suggested seems like a lame gift. I'm looking at all the gifts in the closet. I'm like, ugh, I have to wrap all those gifts. And then I was thinking, ugh, tomorrow's Christmas Eve party. I don't want to go to that. <laughs> and then I thought, uh, and then on Sunday I have to drive down to my brothers and hang out with them. And I don't like his house. And it's like, nothing, nothing from from this holiday have I gone. Oh my God, I get to do this. I don't think, I just have come to the realization that I don't believe I like Christmas <laughs> anymore. There is no part of Christmas that I look forward to. It's cold. I don't like cold. You know, it's the darkest part of the year. Like winter solstice was this week. Yep. You know, that depresses you because I like more sunlight. It's not that I'm selfish because I, I will give, look, I when people need things, I would have no problem writing them a check, giving them money, doing whatever I need to do. But I hate buying gifts because I never know what to get people. And I feel like I am just we're just exchanging things that neither one of us want. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you give a gift to someone and you're like, they don't really like this thing that I and they give you something. And it's like this thing that you do out of obligation I don't know. I mean, I, there's just, and even the lights on the houses and stuff. I don't enjoy, put, I used to, when I was a kid, I used to like putting lights on the house, but, but I don't even, even like doing that on. anymore. You don't do. do it. You pay someone to come in and do that. Well, now I pay someone. That's what I'm saying. I even, I don't like that so much that I pay someone to do it for me. So, I, I you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be a Grinch, but there is not one part. You're a mean one. There is not one part that I enjoy anymore. And when I was younger, we used to go to my grandma's house and it was all fun. And I would be with my cousins and yeah. opening gifts and eating stuff and playing and doing all that. Now nobody gets together. Hardly. It's all the adult stuff that you have to do, knowing what to get people and all that kind of stuff. And knowing that all your family are, you know, Trump supporting gay haters. 
<laughs> you know, I, I mean, well, it's no, just, I don't know because I, I spend Christmas with my family. Like I, I, we will be going over to my sister's this, this, my nephew from, uh, the one that lives out of state, North Carolina, uh, is actually coming into town tonight. Uh, he'll be here this week. So I get to see my nephew and his wife, uh, my, well, yeah, I always see my other nephew, Derek, and then, uh, I'll get to see Kent. I don't get to see my nephew Kent that often. So yeah, have a nice Christmas day dinner over at my, uh, sister's house. And uh, wine will be drunk. Food will be eaten. Uh, it's easy now that all my nephews are adults to get them gifts. It's just Amazon gift cards. So, uh, you know, it's uh, one of those things. It's uh, yeah. I like, I like uh, and, Christmas. And hate was a strong word, but I'm, I'm struggling to find something I enjoy about it at, at this point in time. Okay. So, it's all obligatory at this point. It's all obligatory. I... I got Zach a present and he has just like me, he has today and Monday off of work for Christmas. Cause we work at the same company. Uh, he does not work in the department. They just got next week off. Uh, anyways, so, uh, it's a four day weekend for us here at Christmas. And I knew that we were going to be playing world of Warcraft together because new expansion just came out and we just started leveling together. So we're, we're, we're going through the, the new expansion pretty slowly. So I knew that we were going to be playing several times over this long weekend. Uh, and his gift, the gift that I got for him would be something that would make that experience for him more enjoyable. Right. Uh, so I, I basically, I got him a, a widescreen curve monitor, like a, a gaming monitor. Um, not, not a 49 inch one though because i'm not made of money <laughs> but uh, is that is that not is so is that not going to be a thing or maybe he won't but if i was him and you gave me oh there was a like i don't know if you heard that but it, it crackled maybe it's static electricity could be anyway you gave so wait you just said it on air have He's, you given it to him already? I've tried to. I keep saying, you know what? Do you want, you want to get your present today? Since we have a four-day weekend, I think you would like it for the weekend. He's like, you can just give it to me on Sunday. And I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, well, that's half the, half the weekend. They're like, you're really going to enjoy it. Are you sure you don't want to have it now? I think you're really going to like it. <laughs> well, I mean, he may be listening is why I'm kind of no, saying he's you. Not, you're like I you don't, he would be in the discord room if he was listening. He could be sneakily. He's like, I bet Daniel's going to talk about my gift. I'm going to, I'm going to listen but to the why? stream. He's why? not going to All he would know. have to say is, okay, yeah, go ahead and give him like, if he really wanted to know what it was, he would just be like, okay, yeah, go ahead and give it to me. Well, I, I feel like I, what I was going to say, I don't know if I should say this. Cause what if he is listening, but you did already say what the gift is. So yeah, what late. if can't tell the back because we you were just saying at the beginning of the podcast the size of the monitor that, that you got yourself yes and his is i don't know 15 inches smaller <laughs> it's not 15 inches is and it? you got yours at the same time so you're giving him one as you set up yours yes Right. You're going to be setting your look at this curved 49 inch. I'm going to be playing world. And then he's going to open his and be like, oh, 34 inches, huh? But there's like a $650 difference between those two monitors. <laughs> well, he should be more important to you than you are. You should be getting the 34 inch one uh -huh. and he should be getting the 49. inch. Well, he, he had a Christmas bonus if he wanted a, a large money. I can't even get him to buy a new gaming machine. His gaming machine is, is hopelessly out of date. 
And I was showing him new machines. I was like, here, get this one. And he just, he won't make a decision and get one. So. No, it's a lot of money. For it's what? a lot of money. For a gaming For a machine? gaming machine. What, like two? About That's two? a lot of money. No, but I mean, he, he got a bonus where it was like, that was what he earmarked it for. He was going to use it for a new computer. Oh, okay. I mean, nobody is going to believe this because I spend so much money and everyone thinks of me. Even my mom was like, oh, you know, Adam, you just spend money all the time. She's like, it's okay. You've got money, but you, you do spend money all the time. Anyway, no one's going to believe this. But for large purchases. Yes. I think about them for a long time, but it seems like I just boom, I'm just making a large purchase. But I may have been thinking about that for a year or a year and a half and marinating and, you know, no, trying totally, to figure out. I totally feel you. I, I was I've been looking at widescreen monitors for probably eight months. My boss. And I'm really enjoying this. I, I can fit f- one, two, four. Yeah screens of things i have discord zoom a browser window and the stream all on the same monitor well the selling point for me is my boss got that monitor that was what he gave himself for thanksgiving or whatever you know for his own christmas present to himself so he was telling me that he got this monitor and that he really loved it and then when i went up and visited you i saw it in person i and i was like oh i mean not plugged in but i saw it in person i'm like oh yeah that's actually Kind of nice. And it's like, that would be nice. Cause I have, I have the equivalent of a 49 inch monitor in front of me already. I have three monitors surrounding me, like in a, in a U configuration, but they're not curved. They're not all one monitor. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, there are three distinct monitors with borders between them. Um, So when I'm playing a video game, it's not like a big wide field of view, which on those gaming monitors, curved gaming monitors, when you play like World of Warcraft or something, you're now suddenly, standing you know everywhere you look you're like you're in azeroth right you're like you can see all the way around you uh as opposed to you know just the one thing so um yeah i'm looking forward to uh playing with it this weekend okay anyway you'll have to let us know what you think i'm enjoying mine i know you don't listen to uh other podcasts and uh so i know it's it's pointless for me to ask you if you listen to the little fatty cast where Archer, Phil Daniel, in. I have said, I do listen to podcasts. I just don't listen to, there There where, are some podcasts I don't listen to. Where Archer filled in for Big Fatty, because Big Fatty was in Atlanta. And of course, anytime you get Larry Vader and Archer together, they start jizzing all over Apple products, right? That's their 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 life. They love to talk about how great do they Apple literally is. pull Apple products into the middle of the room and yeah, like, yeah, just sit there and whack um, off and just yeah. jizz all over them. Uh, they're just the, the most, uh, what am I trying to say? Un, uh, uh, unapologetic Apple fanboys that there are. It doesn't matter what it is. If Apple did it, they love it. Uh, anyway, so Marcus Brownlee on YouTube uh, who is very popular. Um, many of you probably know Marcus Brownlee. He has 16.5 million subscribers. But uh, he's a gentleman that does tech reviews and car, you know, anything new technology. Uh, he, he started off, I think, just doing cameras, right? And then he's kind of branched out into all kind of different technologies. I've only known him as phones. Okay. But... Uh, but no, I'm like, he has the Tesla stuff that he does and the self-driving car stuff that he did. He did the, uh, the electric car. He did, I watched his video on the F-150, the, the lightning F-150. Anyway, the point is he does things that are, have a tech, he's, anyway, you can check out it. The videos are well done. It's very well produced. Um, but the, 
the point that I'm trying to make is he ran a best smartphone camera for 2022. And you can watch the video on his channel to, to see the, the method that he used. But I'll do my best to, to simplify what it was. They wrote a program that presented people with, um, hold on, I'm trying to get to a spot in across it. The- trying to get to the spot in the video where, okay. Anyway, now let me, let me stop watching the video and tell you. So uh, it, it, people were just given two photos side by side. So what they did is they used, there were 16 different phones they took the exact same picture with all 16 phones in three different conditions. So there was the, the just a, a regular, uh, you know, composition photo of like a couple of people in a room with, you know, the sky outside and uh, people sitting there. Uh, they did a, uh, a portrait one, you know, the one with the, with the background blurred, whatever. So they did a, a portrait photo on the, on all of them, same of Marquez, yeah. like holding mm-hmm. some stuff with a sweater on and whatnot. And then they took a nighttime photo or a low light photo. So, and it was the same picture on all 16 cameras. Um, and so what they did is this program just put two of them, two pictures side by side and said, which one's better. Right. So of the same, so it was over however many million people that participated in this poll all of the cameras were eventually matched up against each other, but it made it to a point where they were just like, you know, of these two pictures, which one do you like? Of these two pictures, which one do you like? Right. Of these mm-hmm. two so they didn't have to do all 16 by 16 comparisons. Right. Anyway. Well, and it, uh, and based on what you've said, so it's not a lot of times when people do phone reviews or camera reviews, they're just reviewing it themselves. And so it's just their opinion, their sole opinion on what, what they thought of the camera. Right. So I like the idea of using multiple people. So, Here's uh, what he found. Let me get to this thing. The um, the rankings. I don't know let if me, there's any other collection of data like this anywhere on the internet. So this is super cool to get into. So let's dig into it. So first of all, overall winner. So with the highest average ELO rating across all three categories, in third place is the Asus Zenfone Nine. In second place is the Pixel Seven Pro. Yay! And first place is the Pixel 6a, the people's choice camera of 2022. All right. So let me get back to the, to the actual ratings here. So, um, so the Pixel 6a was the, the first place winner, right? The yeah. Pic- one thing I missed, was this Apple and Android oh, or was this, this only me, Android? All, right, I, all I see on the screen right now is the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I can tell you the top eight. These these were all phones. Apple. So iPhone 14 Pro, the okay, iPhone okay. Uh, iPhone Pro Max. It's like all of the models of. So the Pixel 7 Pro. They had the Pixel 6a. They had a the Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra, the Oppo Find X5 Pro, the Asus Zenfone, uh, the Huawei Mate 50 Pro. So yeah, that all kind of they're the the 16 of the most popular. Uh, cell phones on the market. Anyway, so the top eight overall, average overall, where would you think? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, so of the top eight that I can see, the iPhone 14 Pro is in the top eight. Where do you think overall the iPhone 14 Pro? Well, it's hard for me to say. I feel like because you're saying it and you're asking the question, Mm -hmm. it must be low. 
Well, I mean, because, it made it to the top eight. So 50%. But I mean, low right? on that eight. It's so let's say 50. it's it's seven out of eight. It's in slot seven. You are correct, Adam. The iPhone 14 Pro in a blind head-to-head competition. In a blind taste test. It was number seven out of 16. And its score, let me see if I can read these numbers. Its score was in the 1800s that had rated it the highest. And then the Pixel 7 Pro, for instance, is in the uh, 19, in the 2000s. So it's like by a lot. It's like the, the top three were a lot more than the, than the rest of them, which is why he, he revealed them in the thing. The, the, uh, there's a, let me finish. He, he's got another is thing. Is the Pixel 6a, the people's choice camera of 2022. But there is a photos so let's say the standard photo is like three times as important to most people as the other two categories which feels about right with that weighted importance on standard photos then the oppo find x5 pro becomes the overall winner which is interesting and but the oppo find x5 pro actually came in first for standard i would have to find then third for low light apple did not do well the apple 14 pro just well it was middle of the road i mean if it was number seven out of 16 or whatever it was right around but in each category in each category because the pixels didn't win in every single category but they were in the top you know four in every category but uh i just wanted to say he's like all this apple apple is so great apple is so wonderful i can't oh my god i just love apple so much my apple tv i have to reboot that fucker at least like hard reboot like unplug and plug back in once every four months because it goes off in some la la land that it can't recover from uh just just an apple tv uh my ipad i've never had any problems with i will say that i've, I've enjoyed using my ipad but there, i mean it's just Apple, right? It's like, yeah, the- I'm going to say, well, I'm going to say what I've said before. I am not loyal to either. I, I have, I've used Linux. Sometimes I use windows. Sometimes I use, uh, you know, Mac, uh, whatever it's called their, their operating system Yeah. and phones. I've had a windows phone. I've had Android phone. Now I've never had an iPhone. However, I do have an iPad and it's my second iPad. So yeah, no, now Zach has the iPhone 14 Pro, so I can directly see comparisons when he does video. Like when the last pin video that we did or the, the Christmas ornament video that we did, uh, he took some of the uh, zoom, some of the close-ups uh, in on his iPhone. Uh, I went back and redid them with the uh, Pixel because the low light on the iPhone 14 just gave really funky colors. So um, anyway, I'm just saying yeah, but, Apple yeah, boys. Yeah, anyway, I think... You know, I think it's just personal preference at this point. And here's, here's, uh, because- the thing, here's the thing, Adam. I'm not even talking to Larry Vader and Archer because Larry Vader doesn't listen to anyone's podcast ever because he's, you know, he's Larry Vader. Um, I'm just talking to Archer. Archer's the only one that listens to us out of that group. So Archer, uh, you know, get off, get off your Apple thing. Stop it with your, with your clutching your gay pearls on the other. I mean, <gasps> oh, it's fine for him to have that preference. It's everybody... As my grandma used to say, Daniel, everybody for their own thing, everybody for their own thing. Actually, she'd say, Adam, everybody for their own thing, honey. That's what she'd say.
Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. This is the segment of the show, Adam, as you know, where we read our emails, play our voicemails. Adam, do we have any emails this week? Uh, yes, we do. Oh, well, what are, what, what, tell me what they are. Well, so I had responded to a listener who wanted to be part of Level 13, and she wrote back, so I thought, and it was a sweet email, so I thought I would read it. Oh, I missed this, so yes, read it. Um, she says, um, anyway, her name is Kaylee. Hi, Kaylee. And she says, really love your work. Don't stop podcasting. You guys really inspire me. I am a public historian, and I'm going to try and make a podcast that will allow us historians to reach a wider public. Oh, wow. You guys are so welcome and warm, and I and honestly, I can listen to you talk about anything. I absolutely have no interest in Disney <laughs> or Water Burger. What about, wait, what about the or history? Star Trek. What, what about the history of Disney? <laughs> Or computer programming. But I have literally listened to every episode you guys have ever produced. If I can have that level of engagement and chat, SMD, I don't know what that stands for. Shaking my damn head? Is is it SMD? Try and get people interested in their history, and I'm on to La Winner. I don't know. Anyway, much love and good luck. Yeah, yeah, fizzled out at the end there, Kaylee, but... uh, (laughs) Um, much love and good luck for the Aww, new year, Kaylee. You. So thank you, Kaylee. Yeah. You know, I, she I, proves the, the, the review that was written oh so long ago, Adam. We have great chemistry. Yeah. But, but, but no content. Like just, uh, no, no interesting content, but great chemistry though. But great chemistry. But yeah. they could, they could occasionally have a point. <laughs> I think it's, it's, I don't know. So I paraphrase what the, uh, the review was. Adam, let's get to our first phone call tonight. Uh, I, don't, I almost said this evening and then I said tonight and that made it sound like the night. So just letting you know my mental process there. It's Here's fine. our first phone call. Hi guys. This is Scott from Northern California. Hi Scott. Uh, hope you're doing a show tonight. Yes. So I um, want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, a Happy Merry Holidays. Christmas. Yes. want to wish everyone else a Merry Christmas. I listen to... Big Fatty, Archer, the list goes on. Pink Wheel Nuts. Yeah. Um, Chubb's Gone Wild. Yeah. Too many to list. Too Hope many. Hope you guys have a great holiday. Yes. The, uh, you too, right? Oh, oh, he's playing. He's right. Yeah, The your phone is, yeah. is, is, is taking the music. Oh. Well, there you go. Kathy Bacon got a shout well, out. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, I hope you have a fabulous Christmas yourself. Uh, and that actually came in while we were recording. But Yeah, you said, I hope we had know. a show tonight. And, it, and we did. That was last week. We did have a show that night. Uh, let's go to our next phone call, which, uh, same person. Oh, same Hi song. Hi, guys. It's Scott again. <laughs> I've got- Hi, Scott. Merry Christmas. I don't want to offend anybody. Happy holidays. Too. Yes. So- Kathy Bacon, Kathy. love your calls. Yes. Scotty, Ozzy Battler, love your calls too. Oh, okay. Everyone else your calls. Yes. Bye. Oh, you forgot Andy Scott. Oh my God. Good he haven. For- oh, he forgot Andy Scott in that list. No, Andy Scott never calls. So No, but that- I'm saying of, of things that he loves and, you know, I'm sure, I mean, Andy Scott has been on this show before. Uh, speaking of people that uh, Scott in Northern California loves, here's Scotty, that little Aussie battler. Let's, let's get to this one. Feliz Navidad. Oh, I have a, I have a cute story about this, about this song. I feel like I'm in America where everyone speaks Spanish. Yes. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, for Daniel, happy holiday. 
<laughs> Keep the hoe in holidays. This is Scotty, you're yeah. a battler. Why won't someone die so I can call in for the death call? Bye. I'm loving this music. Elf Radio on iHeartRadio. Loving it. Totally loving it. Uh-huh. All the Christmas songs. Yeah, if you're loving it that much, maybe you don't love it. Maybe you're uh, trying to convince yourself. You're trying to convince us that you love it. I mean, really, when you get right down to it. Also, it's 4:52 p.m. I need to finish work. Okay, yeah. I'm stopping this. Bye. Okay. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, does uh, did you notice that he was singing ahead of where the song was? No. Does that have no, something to do with the Coriolis effect where he's at? That uh, that he's he's ahead of the music be. instead of behind it. it? It could be, you know, that I I heard the Coriolis effect. Isn't that where the water swir- swirls a yeah, different way? Exactly. I've heard that's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that's not really a thing, right? Because the Earth is flat. No, 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 no. I mean, an actual science channel that I was watching was explaining how that it was not actually it it, it had to do with the toilets and not the water. Not that, not that it doesn't happen, but that it's not like a. It's not a phenomenon of the earth. It's something about the design of the toilets themselves or something, if it happens. But it doesn't happen. Well, that's what I that's what I heard. I don't believe everything I hear. <laughs> you apparently do. No, I, I guarantee you uh, it is an effect whereby a mass moving in a rotating system experiences a force, the Coriolis force, acting perpendicular to the direction of the motion and to the axis of rotation. That's the important part. On the Earth, the effect tends to deflect moving objects to the right in the northern hemisphere and to the left in the southern. Uh, here's, and it's the same thing with their cyclonic systems. Like our, our uh, uh. tornadoes here rotate one way and theirs rotate another way. But the, the, the point of it is, is what, what I think they might have said, and maybe you missed, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that it was just a poorly worded article where they were talking about like there's one single spot where like if you're if, if to the left of this line it's going to spin this way and to the right of the line it's going to spin that way like there's no hard line right at the point where the northern and the summer southern hemisphere connect it's a it's a very wide area you know before it becomes pronounced but australia is definitely in well, the part that would be pronounced I will defer because I didn't research it and I'm not, it's not like I'm going to go out on street corners and say, listen, everyone, the water flows the same way in Australia's toilets, you know, or anything like, I mean, you know, we're just chatting here, having chemistry. (laughs) I was just, I'm, I'm trying to see, you know what I, I Googled, I Googled Coriolis effect fake and just to see if I could find anything, uh, uh, you know, to to uh, whatever, Snopes.com. Do you trust Snopes.com? Does the Coriolis effect determine which direction water goes down a drain? Uh, This is investigated by Snopes. uh, And they say, uh, let's see, the apparent difference in speed results in the Coriolis force and effect that in part say twist to largest events happening away in the equator best known. Oh my God. Get to the point. Um, However, the Coriolis effect is so small that it plays no role in determining the direction in which water rotates and it exits from a draining sink or toilet. Ha ha! The Coriolis effect produces a measurable influence over huge distances and long periods of time, neither of which applies to the typical terrestrial bathroom. Um, I don't know. Because there you go. I don't know. I, well, that, at don't least know. I'm not crazy. At least I'm not crazy because Snopes, a respected... Yep. fact-finding website. Yep, yep. I just, you know, I've, I've never, because it, it also exists in sinks, right? It doesn't have to be a toilet. Like, if you 
fill your sink with water and then hit the plunger, the water will swirl around the drain. Yeah, but I think what they're saying is it's not for it's not it's not the Coriolis effect that's causing that. And that it's not what I what they had said on whatever. I I don't even remember what it was I was watching, but they had said that it was more with the design of the toilet and how the water is flowing around the rim than it is about anyway. Dear God, it is what we're it is. in the Whatever. contact segment. What what was the phone call that precipitated this entire <laughs> was, stupid conversation? It was little Aussie Battler, and nobody oh. had a celebrity death. It was a little. He Aussie was the Battler. last one. Yeah. Well, it's because it's Christmas time. Nobody dies at Christmas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I think, isn't that the true? Like nobody has at Christmas. Like what? I, you, Jesus is a diva that has to have the world worship her. So of course, I she's, don't know. She's not, gonna, she's not going to let, she's not going to let anyone die on Christmas. Cause that would spoil her spotlight. I'm That's sure people die on Christmas all the time. Nope. Nope. Jesus makes sure that nobody dies on Christmas. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm getting at. The, um, there's this place. And, and a call today would mean they died before Christmas, not on Christmas. So your it's whole true. premise doesn't hold up. You know what? I've already lost on the Coriolis effect. Apparently my entire, everything I knew to be true well, in the I, universe. Look, I just watched some dumb YouTube video. I told you, have, you I don't know that you, you have know. grabbed the rug from under my, <laughs> my foundation you're, of my existence. Will, and you're just never like, going to see the world the same way again. And went yoink. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this is like that time that I learned that the earth rotates into the tides, that the tides don't come in or go out. Like the, it's the earth rotating into the bulge that's already there. Anyway, Anyway, uh, or when I learned Pluto is not a planet, I don't, you know, I don't I think mean, that's true. I don't think that's true. Um, anyway, you know that I love Disney. You know that, uh, you know, no. Zach also loves Disney. Really? Yeah. You? Yeah. And there is huh. a lounge at the Bay Tower at the Contemporary Hotel Complex there. Uh, it's called the Top of the World Lounge. And it has recently been rethemed into a villain's lair, right? So a Disney villain's lair. Speaking of Disney villains, we have a uh, Sater 69 in the chat room. Welcome. Hello. Sarah. Anyway. So here's the, here's ahead. the thing. So it's this, it's this lounge that's just recently been reskinned and re- redesigned to be the villain's lounge. It's on the 15th floor of Bay Lake tower. Oh, so you can watch the fireworks from up there, which makes it a very popular place to go. And so Disney has decided since, since that is the Bay Lake Tower is a DVC property. That you know, all, I hear villains do not put up with tears, Daniel. So I, if I were you, I wouldn't go watch the fireworks from there because they might kick you out. So, I mean, the villains have left. You're just drinking in the villains. Left. Anyway, the, the point is, Adam is that uh, you can't, we're not DVC members. We don't know the DVC members. So for us to, we'll never get to go to this lounge. So we had mentioned that somewhere like on Twitter or something. 
Anyway, it turns out somebody in one of our Disney discords that we uh, communicate with is like, hey, I'm a DVC member. I'm going to be there this, uh, you know, Wednesday. If you want to go and see the Villains Lounge, I can take you. You have to be, you know, you, you can be with a DVC member, but you, at least one person has to be a DVC member to go up to the, to the, uh, to the lounge. So uh, I'm all excited. I'm like, hell yeah. I want to go see the villain lounge. So I'm very excited. And then I thought about it. You know what? It's Christmas week at Disney or right before Christmas, a very, very busy period of time. We're going to try to park at the contemporary hotel. So um, I'll just go ahead and make a reservation at the California grill at contemporary because they're not going to let us park there unless we have a dinner reservation. So I got a dinner reservation for California grill up on top of the contemporary hotel. So it's going to be a great day is what I'm thinking this past Wednesday in my head. Not only did we have a, uh, all hands meeting Wednesday morning telling me that I had 10 days off, but now Wednesday night I get to go to this villains lounge and eat dinner at California grill. This is going to be amazing. So I think, uh, I think that's where you and I ate. It is Adam. It absolutely is. Is it your favorite? Is it your favorite? It is one of my favorites. Yes. It's one of my favorites. So I, uh, we drive over there. Now to get over there, we were supposed to meet this person at 6 30 PM, uh, which meant we had to leave our work a little early because it's on a good day. It's about an hour and a half from us to Disney, but I four get stupid in the evening times, especially near rush hour. And then, you know, that can turn into two hours or two hours and two and a half hours. You just, you never know. I four could be clogged or it could be fine. So, uh, we left at like four 30 so that we could make it over there to meet him at 6.30. So we were giving ourselves two hours to get there. Turns out the traffic was fine. We got there a little early. Uh, so we're walking around the contemporary, looking in the shops, looking at the gifts. You know, uh, we get a, a peppermint mousse uh, dome on top of a brownie, little dessert that they had there. It was really good. Uh, you know, we're, we're hanging out at the contemporary. And then he messages and he's like, oh, do you, do you guys want to come over to Old Key West and like uh, just drink at the bar here? Um, because I don't know, it's going to be crowded at the other place. And I don't know if we can make it. So, um, I'm like, absolutely not. No, I, we have reservations here for dinner. I'm not going to leave here, go to your hotel, then come back to here to go to dinner. The, the whole point was to do all of this in one place. Uh, so I'm like, no, oh, no, I'm not going to go to old Key West. Uh, so he, he basically like stood us up. So, uh, well, that sucks. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, all right, fine. So we just ended up, uh, we got on the monorail. We went over to the Grand Floridian and saw the gingerbread house and all that stuff. We had a few cocktails at the Enchanted Rose Lounge over at the Grand Floridian. Uh, and then we headed back over to the Contemporary. And the, our dinner reservations were not early, they were at like 9 40. So we, we had a lot of time to kill. So, uh, we had a few more drinks at the Contemporary, and uh, then uh, we went over. We checked in to the you know the, the California dr- Grill. We took the elevator up. We go and we sat down. We ordered, uh, which by the way, did I mention that California Grill switched over to being a prefix menu? So it, it's basically ninety dollars a person. Uh, you get an, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. So I think at some point you mentioned that to me. I don't know if you said it on here, but yeah, I think so. So we sat down, we ordered, uh, they went away. Uh, the appetizer arrives and then Zach says, I, I'm, I'm not feeling good. (laughs) 
I'm not laughing at Zach. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay, it's all right, it's all right. Here, drink, eat some bread, eat some bread. Look, there's you. You've got your wontons, which was appetizer. Eat some food. You're, eat some food. Drink your Coke Zero. Drink, you know, just uh, stop closing your eyes and looking down. Like, oh, you know, open your, keep your eyes open and and drink your, you know, come on, you can you can shake this off. Uh, and uh, then it all started going downhill from there. Uh, then they brought the entree to the table. By the way, the appetizer that I had was... I thought you were going to say, and then they brought him a bucket, because that's what they did on the ship when we were, when yeah. we were scuba diving or snorkeling, so whatever the, we did. Uh, so they, uh, the appetizer that I had was a pumpkin bisque, which was delicious. I will say that. The, the pumpkin bisque was delicious. It had like a crunchy apple in it. Uh, it, was, it was really, really good. Um, anyway, then they show up with the entree. Right. And it's clear at this point in time that we have to go. Zach is not responsive. We're, we're going to have to go. So I'm like, can, can we, you know, don't worry about dessert. Can we just, can we have these boxed up? Um, you know, and they're like, absolutely. And they go and get the box and, you know, they, they box it up and Adam's, uh, you know, Zach is going downhill and whatever. So we, we leave, he needs to, you know, to go. You to, mean Zach is going downhill. You yes. said Adam is going downhill. I know I but- corrected myself. I said, Zach. Uh, anyway, the, the point is we go, he goes to the bathroom there and I'm sitting on the bench with a big bag of food. Oh, did I tell you that the waiter came by and went, I went ahead and put dessert in there too. It's like, so, so now I have two entrees and two desserts from, uh, our, you know, very expensive meal. And I'm sitting there in a bag, uh, on a bench outside the men's room, uh, just waiting and waiting. You should have taken out your entree. Got a plastic fork or whatever, started eating it outside the bathroom. <laughs> and waiting and waiting. And I was just like, ah, oh, crap. All right. So I, what do I do with this bag? I mean, I need to go in the bathroom to check on Zach. But what, do I, what the hell do I do with this bag? I don't just take it I with just, you. If I just leave it on this bench, then someone's going to, uh, you know, find it uh, and do something. I'll throw it away or something. And if I take it in there with me, and he's like on the floor puking or whatever. It's like, what do I do with the, you know, what do I do with the food then? Uh, so I'm just like, all right, what do I, so I, uh, the host stand was over to my left a little bit. And so I walked over to the host stand. I said, can I, can I put this bag down right here? I just need to go check on my friend in the bathroom. And they're like, yes, of course. So I go to the bathroom and of course he's, he's, he's in the stall, he's puking. And I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, like, okay, are, are you good? Are you, can we walk? Are you good? Can we leave? Um, you know, let's, let's get you home. Zach, could you hurry up this puking that you're doing so that we can go to the car and you just wrap it up, wrap it up. You're, you're like, they're looking at your watch. Okay. <laughs> no. Good job. Good job. No, that uh, is not what I was doing. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to just, I want to, I want him to get home. I want him to get home so we can lay down, you know, so we can go to bed so that he can, you know, I'm sure he's feeling bad, but we, we can't just sit in a hotel all night long puking in the, in the bathroom. That's not good for anybody. So, uh, I, I, he collects his stuff. We, we get up, we go, uh, you know, I grab my bag and we're going downstairs. Uh, we get outside, head to where we park the truck, uh, start heading that way. And then it dawns on me. Why was I worrying about this fucking bag of food? It's like, these are two entrees and two desserts that, are not on our diet. So we're not going to be able to eat them tomorrow. Um, also they're going to be cold. They're not going to be as they're presented. It's like, they're literally, this is not 
the 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 way that I want to experience this. Well, food you could eat anyway. them that night when you got home. Once Zach was comfortably whatever, you could eat it because you've already I'm just started. Saying, I'm just saying it's like uh, so. I ended. I just I tossed it. I just I threw all the. Oh my god! Why in, why would you waste it? Because you could have eaten it when you got home. Like I said, you didn't have a full dinner. You had an appetizer and a drink, and that was it. And then you went home. I threw I threw it all away. No. And uh, no, yeah, he was. Sick. I think Mark is rubbing off on me. My, all I'm thinking is, oh my god, that's so wasteful. <laughs> because Mark, Mark tells me all our entire relationship, he refuses to throw away food. He has to clean his plate. It, it doesn't matter, even if he hates it, he's gonna complete the food because his parents drilled in his head that it was wasteful. Right. So there is no way I, I would have not... with an expensive meal like that. I would have taken it home. You could freeze it. <laughs> I I told you before, it's an hour and a half home. So it's not I like mean, it, just running it down the street for five minutes. Also, I didn't want to ride back home in a cab of a truck with food, you know, the smell of food. And then also someone puking right next to me <laughs> on the way home. It's like, I just, it was like, you know what? There's no matter how I look at this objectively, this food Stops here. Like the, I, this I food told you, shall you go no further. This food you shall said, not leave this parking lot. Zach, take your time, puke some more. I'm gonna go sit on the bench and finish my entree. I'll come back and check How on you horrible. when I'm done. How you know, horrible. I is mean, that? if he needed some more time, you were you were speeding him up. You were like wrapping I know, up. You know, I know. You I was not saying wrap it up. I was just look. You've ridden in my truck. He can lay down in the back of the truck so he can actually just lay down and you have a full medical staff. You have IV bags. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. I was saying to get him home so that he can then go lay on the bed and, and go to bed. Right. Uh, you know, I get that. I but felt- if you're throwing up, if you're throwing up, it's an, some, most of the time it's an uncontrolled action. No, I know that. So you want to be next to the toilet bowl. But also keep you don't want to be in- the only thing we'd had to eat since lunch was that the fucking brownie with like, we'd had no food, right? Like we were going to have some appetizers and lounge. You're like, look, look, Zach, you're empty. Let's go. <laughs> There's none. There cannot be anything left in there. Let's get out of here. As we were leaving the contemporary, there was a, a janitor who was changing out a garbage bag in one of the garbage cans there. And I said, excuse me, do you have, like a smaller garbage bag because my friend is sick and we have to drive. You said my friend twice. Why don't you say my boyfriend or my whatever? Why do you say my friend? Why do I need to lay out? It's like, what, that's like, I mean, my partner, my friend, what is that? What is the difference? Uh, I don't know. It's just weird. Like I would have never expected you of all people to, and, and maybe you're not doing it for that reason, but when you say my friend, it's, I just it seems like, like you're trying to like there's a very hide fine the fact line. There's a very fine line between like, oh, my gay boyfriend. Because like, when, when you say partner, that's basically what you're saying. It's just like, oh, me and my gay boyfriend. It's like, what does it matter? What is, they don't need to know our relationship. They just need to know that he's puking and I need a bag. Um, so right. that, It just uh, surprised me. That's all. I like. You can proceed. Proceed. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Scott. And Sater is pointing out in the chat room because Ron DeSantis point, you know, passed that law. We can't say gay in Florida. <laughs> We're not legally allowed to say gay in Florida. I think that's in classrooms, but sure. Yeah, well, that, this I, I was get it. definitely a learning experience. So we, anyway, so we drove home, he got home and, uh, but it's like, that was just, 
I was, I told him the next day and I, I hope he doesn't feel bad about it because no one can, you know, avoid getting sick or whatever. But I told him, it's like, if you had gotten sick just like 20 minutes earlier, you would have saved us like 180 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't rub it in. Goodness. Anyway, uh, let's do... But I think you guys really should just start taking a bucket around with you everywhere you go, because it seems to me that Zach is a puker. I mean, that's what it seems. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What question? Willie ask it is the mix minus news game this is a segment of the show where Adam read me five count them five questions from the New York Times news quiz and I using only my head brain and mouth words will answer those questions uh this is uh just five questions that he's going to ask me um afterwards uh we enter into a bonus round where he will read me uh, all of the questions that he can off of a Trivial Pursuit card within 60 seconds. And I get a bonus point for every one of those that I get correct. Uh, Adam, what is our first question on the old news quiz this evening? Do you think if you keep saying that about bonus points every episode, that it'll be like when you squat in the house for a certain number of years and then you own it because you squatted there? You think it'll become true? Yes. Oh, okay. In January, a 57-year-old man with life-threatening heart disease received the first successful transplant of a blank's heart into a human being. That would be a pig's heart, Adam. He had a a pig heart transplant. You don't even want to hear the rest of the question? Oh, go ahead. What's the... Uh, a groundbreaking, probably a groundbreak, a groundbreaking procedure that offers hope to hundreds of thousands of patients yes. with failing organs. Yes, pig. I guess that wouldn't really impact your answer. Uh, yes, Daniel, it is a pig. That was a while ago, though. Yeah, this is the year the the year end quiz. Oh, oh, okay, or whatever. I missed that part. So, okay, okay, okay. Well, I didn't say it, so question you didn't miss it. Number That's, two. <laughs> question number two. On January 30th, the streaming service Blank said it would add a content advisory notice to virus-related content after growing complaints from musicians and listeners over the role of Joe Rogan, the service provider's star podcaster, in (laughs) spreading what had been widely criticized as misinformation about the coronavirus. So, huh, I wonder what streaming platform has Joe Rogan as their premier uh, entertainer. Uh, That would be Spotify. Would you like multiple choice? No, that's Spotify. (laughs) It is Spotify. Okay, number three. Yes. Let me go a little bit further down because I think, oh, there are 45 questions. Okay, number three. Oh, hell no. Uh, Well, no, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, I was trying to get something a little later in the year. They're going week Governor, by week. There's like 45. Governor, <laughs> literally going week by maybe. week. Maybe. Governor Ron DeSantis of blank. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, got to do it now. Yeah. Signed legislation on March 28th that prohibited classroom instruction and discussion about sexual orientation and gender identity in some elementary schools. A law that opponents called don't say gay. What was the state, Daniel? I believe that's Florida, Adam. <laughs> Wow. Why, yes, it is. I'm glad you scrolled down. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me go a little bit. They broke it up into sections. They want you to click all these links. Um, Okay. 
Extreme weather continued across the globe this summer. Which of the New York Times headlines below are from this July and August? I should have read that first. (laughs) Okay, first headline. I I detect a theme. (laughs) You should have read the question. 70 million Americans are under heat warnings or advisories. That's number one. Okay. Dangerous heat wave strikes China. Okay. Number two. Europe's heat wave shatters British records and drives wildfires. Number three. Uh-huh. And extreme weather is most likely a temporary problem, climate scientists say. That is number four. You can pick as many as you want. All that apply. Number one. Read number one again. 70 million Americans are under heat warnings or advisories. This was in July. Yes. I would say that one. Yes. Okay. Uh, number two was something about... Dangerous heat wave strikes China. China. I don't think that. I, I'm going to skip that one. Uh, number three, Europe's heat wave shatters British records and drives wildfires. Now, I know it shattered the records because I, I saw stories on that, but I don't know that it started wildfires. That's the... That's what I'm... But you know what? Uh, I'm going to say yes on that one. I'm going to say yes on that one. Okay, and the last one, extreme weather is most likely a temporary problem, climate scientists say. Now, that seems like would not be one, but read me the exact question again. Extreme weather continued across the globe this summer. Which of the New York Times headlines below are from this July and August? Choose all that apply. And so, so... it could have been on the opinion page. It could have been, so so just because it's anti-global warming doesn't mean that it wasn't in the New York Times. I guess is what I'm trying to say because these these are all. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that one. So I'm gonna say what my final answer is one, three, and four. Okay, well let's uh, see if you got it right. Oh, it was the China one, right? Was it the China one? Uh, so you, there were three, so 70 million Americans is correct. Europe heat waves is correct. Yep. It was China. Extreme weather is incorrect. You, that was not a headline. Uh, Dangerous heat wave strikes China is. Yeah, I'd pick. No, I didn't pick. Okay, good. Uh, what, what's, the, so uh, that's, I've gotten three out of five. That was question number four. So what is question? Yeah, you have one more question. It's the final question. Let Here, me, here's, uh, here's, a, here's a suggestion, Adam. Read the question first. <laughs> it, we have editing. I can take the, any awkward pauses out. I know we have editing. Take that out. The InfoWars broadcaster Alex Jones was ordered by courts to pay about $1.5 billion in damages to the families of Sandy Hook shooting victims, uh, blah, blah, shooting victims hurt by his promotion of blank. His promotion of um, a, a false flag operation, right? It was, he, he was saying that it was an FBI false flag operation. That the the kids didn't actually die, that no one was shot. What are, what? Your first option is conspiracy theories. Your second one is the National Rifle Association, and your third choice is violent video games. I believe I know which one you wanted based on what you said, but I didn't want to assume. Yes, assume. So conspiracy conspiracy theories. Yes, yes. I can't. Yes, I conspiracy theories. Various okay. conspiracy theories. Yes, so you are correct. Four. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Four. Out of five. Four out of five. Uh, Let's see if I can get some bonus points. Uh, Let's put 60 seconds up on the big board. The game begins in three, two, one. 
What country boasts the largest number of Catholics? The Vatican. Brazil, what rock group got its name from a fire engine made by Ransom E. Olds? Uh, oh, R.E.M. Oh, I, stupid button, REO Speedwagon. Oh, REO Speedwagon, yes. What fun couple dreamed up the Spanish Inquisition? What fun couple? Yes. I'm still stuck at, how can there not be more Catholics in the Vatican than there are in Brazil? That's crazy. Uh, percentage to population or just absolute fucking numbers? That must be the one. It must have been absolute fucking numbers. I have no idea. The The king and queen of Spain. Well, I don't know who that is, so I can't. Ferdinand and Isabella, I'm yes, not sure. Yes, Isabella was the queen uh, no, of Spain. No, no, no. You, you just can't say the king, queen of What newly imported substance caused the first major outbreak of tooth decay in Europe in the 1500s? Corn syrup. Sugar. Sugar. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Daniel. You got them all wrong. So. Well, I didn't get that bonus. But however, Queen Isabella is... She's the king and queen of Spain. I th- I think I got that one. I think I think I got that one. Queen Isabella, Isabella of Spain. First of all, there could be a king or queen Isabella for another country. It could have been the wrong century, whatever. Like you can't just say king and queen of Spain. I said the king and Spain, queen of Spain. You know I'm what? Sorry. When we too, do these kind vague. of things, you know, too we, vague. You know, we, we, there, you know what? We have an HR department here at Mix Minus. We have. Uh, I think all tiebreakers go to our executive producer, Cyclone. Executive producer, Cyclone. I need to know um, who was right in that. Was that was that Adam or me that was right? Uh, no, in, in there's that? no. I, I make the rules here. This is this is. Uh, I make. I'm like the Merv Griffin of Mix Minus. Like I he created could have said, this quiz. He could have said, can you clarify? Right. He could have said, uh, could you clarify? We were running out of time. Repeat the question. <laughs> <laughs> I answered the king and queen of Spain. And the answer was Isabella and Ferdinand, uh, who are, were yeah. the, the king and queen of Spain. So uh, I think King do, and Queen of Spain is not specific enough. That's the same. On Jeopardy, on Jeopardy, they would have. On Jeopardy, they would have. No, they would have. You would have no, gotten on the Jeopardy. On Jeopardy, it would have gotten that little pause, and Alice could have. Trebek would have said, "Could you be more specific?" Ugh. You had the choice to tell me. Let's to be continue more on. Specific. Let's continue on. We're not keeping score anyway. It was Queen Daenerys Targaryen. I can't. I can't even confirm that because I don't know who the king and queen of Spain were at that time. You, you're probably right, but I don't know. Daenerys Targaryen was from Game of Thrones. Anyway, I know that. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Adam, each and every week, our executive producer Cyclone uh, not only breaks ties on this show, but he also uh, compiles an exhaustive compendium of trivial information of things that happened on the day that we're recording this show, but in some other year. So these are all things that happened on December 23rd of some year in, in our past. That's that's the bit. Adam, do you get the bit? I do. All right, these, uh, I get the bit. These are all things from the Mixed Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. H- Happy Festivus, Adam. Happy Festivus. You know, there's something here about Google had a custom search result for the term Festivus, which 
an unadorned aluminum pole would show up. I tried it. It's not doing that anymore. Okay. They stopped. Uh, apparently, they, they stopped it. You know, it came from Seinfeld. And yes, you had the the Festivus pole, and you'd all gather around it, and then there would be the annual airing of the grievances. Uh, it was all made up by, <laughs> on, on Seinfeld. Anyway, uh, it's also National Fiffernus Day. Pfeffer? Pfeffer news day? Have you ever sure. had have you ever had a pfeffer pfeffer news? Uh noosa, maybe. Pfeffer. It's a cookie. I've not. It's uh it's a German cookie. Yes. Pfeffer noose. I've never had one. It's got nutmeg, cinnamon, cloves, ginger, black pepper, mace, anise, or anise. Mace? Sugar, butter, <laughs> eggs, flour, anise. Anise. You said mace right before that. Mace, anise. Uh, sugar, butter, eggs, and flour. Yeah. Popular nuts such as Trump and no, as walnuts, <laughs> walnuts. and almonds. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never, I've never had this. It's sweetened on the outside, fortified with the Trump NFT. Uh, it's picture. spicy. It's also known as pepper nuts and pepper noten. Uh, December twenty third is also known as National Christmas Marathon Christmas Movie Marathon Day. Um, and then they go on to list the, the top 10 Christmas movies. Uh, but here's my question to you, Adam. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Like what's your, I, I don't like we, as we've learned, I don't like Christmas, but yes, if I was going to pick my favorite movie, it would be the original cartoon Grinch. I used to think that Arthur Christmas was the greatest Christmas movie ever made. I gotta say, Spirited uh, knocked it out of that number one position. Arthur Christmas is still a damn good movie. I, I watch Arthur Christmas every year. Speaking of those two, I had to bump. So, you know, we're doing 12 days of movies. Yep. For Christmas. Yep. And because Mark wants us to be Auntie Scott and Uncle Drew when we grow up. Yes. Because we're setting these traditions. Yes. But uh, you suggested a couple of Christmas movies. I did. You, su- you suggested Arthur Christmas and you suggested Spirited. I did. And unfortunately, Daniel, Spirited did not make the cut. I had to bump it because it got very poor Rotten Tomatoes score and did not look good to me. And so, uh, and we only had room for 12, so it did not. I left Arthur Christmas because it does have a good Rotten Tomatoes, but... How Spirited could there has like, possibly be a bad review for Spirited? Spirited has 31%, I believe, on Rotten Tomatoes. So, that uh, is and, a and national we had, crime. We had more than 12. I had to pick one to bump. That is... so. The top 10 uh, Christmas movies that they recommend... Oh, God, fuck it. God. Number one is It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life is a horrible movie about a bunch of horrible white people. Uh, let's see. Elf came in at number three. Home Alone, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Muppet Christmas Carol came in at number four. I remember liking Gremlins, but I have not seen Gremlins probably since 1984. There you go. So I, I have no idea. Uh, in 1970, on December 23rd, the film Little Big Man is released. It features a character named Little Horse, played by Robert Littlestar, who is biologically male but wears female clothing and identifies as a woman. Little Horse is a he-mana. 
which in the Cheyenne tribe is the tribe for the word of anthropology. Anthropologist. Anthropologist. Oh my God. Call a. I'm over my head here. I don't don't know what I'm saying. Let me read that sentence. Little horse is a Hemana, which in Cheyenne tribe is the tribe for that tribe is the word for what anthropologists call a Berdachi. But neither of those words mean anything <laughs> to me. So I, it's like we go, oh, that's what it is. A Berdachi. Yeah. Well, what was the what was the original word? The um... well, the Cheyenne word is Himana. Like he man, uh, and the masters of the, you know, and the masters of the universe. Yeah, I am Adam, Adam, Prince of Eternia, and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, "By the power of Grayskull." became the mighty battle cat and I became He-Man, He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Oh, that, is, that is something. That is something. You know what? I, I love He-Man, but I don't. I hate it. I have such fond memories of Wait, He-Man. Wait, who the fuck is the floating ghost dude? What? Is that Skeletor? No, no, no. He's got like his three people that know their, you know, know his. Uh, oh, Orko. The, that's Orko. What, yeah. the, what the fuck oh, is I an love, Orko? I, that's, I don't know, but he's an alien. He's a wizard thing. But anyway, regardless, I loved He-Man and I wish wait, I wait, loved wait. Thundercats as well. His warrior friend is literally named Man at Arms. Man at Arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I believe that is a name of something. A man at arms. Yeah, it's a, I believe it's is, a position. It's like calling me and my my extremely powerful friends, Shira, dentist. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'll, what I'm trying to say is, I used to love He Man, and when I hear that theme song, I'm filled with joy, much more so than Christmas time. Yes. But when I try to go back and watch those cartoons as an adult, I just don't find the same, you know, whatever interest in them. I wish I did. It's very nostalgic, but. There's so much that happened. Uh, In December 23rd, 1888, Vincent Van Gogh chopped off his ear. That was today, Adam. That was today in 1888. Uh see balloon boy parents were sentenced in colorado that happened in 2009 remember balloon boy no you don't no i don't like this well, stupid, I mean, this maybe stupid I... couple like set aloft a uh, like a, a, a cardboard box suspended by balloons i mean it was more than a cardboard box but they they you know like helium balloons whatever that was 
And they then called 911 and said, oh my God, our, our son, our three-year-old son crawled into the crate and is now flying in this balloon. And like, it was on the national news and people were chasing oh, after Oh, maybe I balloon. remember that. Yeah, maybe they, I remember And they that. made it all up. It was like, there was, the kid was fine. And there was, oh, just crazy. December 23rd, 1993, Philadelphia Open. Do you remember that movie, Philadelphia? Tom Hanks played a, a I never watched a it. I don't like had AIDS. Yeah, I, I I know. Yes, I remember it, but I never have watched that movie because I don't want to watch sad, true things. Like, you know what I mean? That's why you do not have the history channel <laughs> in your house. I don't want to know sad, true things. Tell me happy, false things. Uh, no, you I mean, know, there's, the, a, there's enough sad stuff in the world without, you know... Uh, Whatever. Is bizarre winter weather a sign of Jesus's second coming, Adam? I don't know, but it got down to minus six last night. It's going to be 30 here tonight. Yeah. Which is very unusual for here. And we were, they even called us on the, they, I don't even know who they were. I think State Farm Just called and they. said, yeah, they. State Farm called and left a message. Make sure you drip your drip faucets. Your faucets. And, yeah, I, yeah, and then it said, and we were going to bed and Mark said, you know, we need to drip our faucets. And he played the thing for me. Yeah. The, the recording said State Farm called us. <laughs> I was like, oh, so I mean, I know it's an automated thing. I don't think somebody like, you know, picked up the phone. Oh, we got to call Adam and Mark, you know, yeah. like a good neighbor, Daniel. But Looking State Farm is there. But mm-hmm. I, it said you need to disconnect hoses from your outside. I have never heard that in my life. It is, there's snow on the ground right now. Yeah. All I had was sandals. I'm running out to the side of the house at 1130 last night because State Farm told me I need to disconnect my hose. Yeah. I disconnect the hose and pull it away and it stays standing straight up. It doesn't <laughs> even fall over. The hose just stands there. <laughs> anyway. You know, you could have just turned the faucet off and then just gone to the other end of the hose and sprayed the pressure out of it. Now, all they want is they just don't want the hose to be filled with water. They, they want the hose to... Well, the hose is filled with water. It's frozen right now. Oh, the water well, is frozen. Well, then it's too late. It's too late for that hose. It's probably... That hose is probably hosed. Uh, anyway, January forecast is frightening, says U.S. Weather Service. By the way, this is not from today's New York Times. No, no, friends. This is from the uh, December 23rd, 1997 edition of the Weekly World News. Uh, look at that, Adam. What was that? 25 years ago? They were Well, we know the Weekly World News are they're very prophetic. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh teens sniffing human ashes to get high. Yeah, I mean that's what we did back in the day. <laughs> back in 97? Used to yeah, uh, ninety and ninety six when I graduated. So yeah, yeah. So around, used thereabouts. To, used to huff some human ashes. That was your. Uh, I, I mean, it's hard to get a hold of human. We had to cross the border into Louisiana to get human. So I mean, cow ashes are a lot more common. But but if you took a trip across the border, you could get some human ashes. Let me tell you, know? you, Adam. It says here chemicals in cremated bodies are more powerful than LSD and cocaine combined. Huh. I have never been on cocaine. Me either. Uh, I did try LSD once, um, but nope. I don't know what cocaine does, but uh, uh, I'm going to tell you, LSD, if it's more powerful than LSD, it's like, Jesus. I don't want to be snorting any old people. I mean, dead people. Yeah, I don't know. I've not done any of those. 
I've always wondered what ecstasy feels like, but I've never done that either. I mean, but they, because they always say it makes you feel happy yeah, and cuddly and loving e- and ecstatic, right? So. Warm, you know. Here's something in something that no one would ever have thought, uh, you know, headline that is unlikely as the source radioactive jewelry can cause cancer. I heard today, I or yesterday, probably on a podcast, that the Marie Curie, isn't she the scientist who discovered radiation or something? Yes. Or, yes. I'm not. Anyway, her body, did you know that her body was so radioactive when she died that they had to bury her in a lead-lined coffin to protect people? Probably because they, they didn't understand radiation at that time. And no, no, no. And the doorknob to her house yeah. is so radioactive that it's like they have you. People can't go there or get close to it. I. This I, is another thing I heard on I YouTube. I. I'm maybe I I'm know. wrong. I'm just saying. But it, by 1997, think about this. 1997, a respected journalistic uh, outlet like the Weekly World News printed a headline that said radioactive jewelry can cause cancer. Well, we knew in 1997, we knew that uh, radioactivity could cause cancer. So what the radioactive jewelry can cause cancer is like, you know, bullets traveling at three times the speed of sound can pierce skin. I was like, like, they're just stating the obvious here. I feel it's a bit beneath them, Adam. It's a bit beneath them. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, what I'm also trying to say is, is that there are a lot of people that had birthdays on December 23rd, and I always felt sorry for them because they're the ones that like, they get a, oh, we got you this Christmas and birthday present combined. It's We just got you the one gift for both. This will have to be both your Christmas and your birthday present because we splurged. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday, Finn Wolfhard. He's, happy oh, birthday. Oh, he's from uh, Stranger Things. Okay. Happy birthday, Harry Judd. You've turned 37. Oh, by the way, Finn Wolfhard turned 20. Uh, Harry Judd turned 37. Uh, Naked Cowboy turned 52. Um, and Eddie Vader. Eddie Vedder? Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Vedder. He's an American. Oh, from Pearl Jam turns V-E-D-E-R. 58. Uh, born on this day, but no longer with us, Corey Haim. Aww. Aww. Uh, did, did, oh, my God. Did you see that Corey... Feldman has been on tour with his angels and there's like kind of clips on it all over TikTok and it is so cringy. It is so oh my god it's anyway uh, what we would like to say here Adam uh, from all of us here to all of you there who are having the birthdays that would be you know those of you who have a happy birthday by the way um, I just uh, I, I know I'm stuck on this but I just found an article and it says now more than 80 years since Marie Curie's death, her body is still radioactive. The Pantheon took precautions when interring the woman who coined radioactivity discovered two radioactive elements and brought x-rays, blah, 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 blah. Even her belongings, papers, furniture, cookbooks, etc., are still radioactive. Her original notebooks, for example, are in France's National Library in Paris. Wow. Like their author... These manuscripts are in lead-lined boxes. If you want to hold her notebooks, you will need to sign a waiver and wear protective clothing. That's because they sat there with like uranium, like in the room. They're just like, look, look. If I if I put this film down, it like it sees through my my uh, foot. 
And then uh, yeah. it's like, so they're literally just sitting there with like uranium in their apartment uh, or in their house. Um, just, it was, yeah, insane. Same person with the, the, the guy that did Mercury. Like he, you know, he was playing with the Mercury like in his hand. Look, it's, it's, a, it's a liquid, but it's a solid and it'll always form like as a heavy metal and stuff like that. And then, you know, he died of mercury poisoning. Um, anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, I did this thing. And you know what? Before I get to that, before I get to that, I'm just dragging this out because this is all about I'm a librarian and I don't know. I don't think she's still listening at this point in time. It's the end of the show. Uh, Mel's already gone to bed. She's not going to listen. She's not going to. She's not going to. Not going to. Well, I'm sure she listens to the recorded version. The the part that she didn't hear. Anyway, the I hope not because I, I mean that shatters my whole because I feel like. You know, much you like hope she doesn't listen to the recorded. Yeah, version? I hope that she like, you Why? know, she listens to us. She goes to sleep during the first part of the show, because I feel like the second part of the show is like the the second set on a cruise ship. You know, it's like 9 p.m. gets a bit blue. Right. I feel like the longer the show goes on, the the more blue we run, the more blue we get. Well, you don't think Mel can take blueness? I feel like she's she's a librarian. That's the the uh. symbol of wholesomeness in America is the librarian. So what about mansplaining, Daniel? No, you've ruined the punch. This is why I write things like unexpectedly unemployed. You did that to me earlier. You said, so you hate Christmas, huh? Like you did. Mel, a.k.a. I'm a librarian, uh, is on Mastodon. She signed up on Mastodon. She was following me over on Mastodon. I followed her back on Mastodon. Um. And then she did this thing today where she, there, I guess there was a new instance that was specific to library workers. And so she moved her Mastodon account over to the new server. And she sent out an introductory, not an introduction, but she sent her first message on the new server was, I'm looking forward to, you know, connecting with other library professionals, you know, over on this new server, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, so then I did the dumbest thing ever. I replied to her post and I'm like, so remember when you export your account or when you transfer your account on Mastodon, all of your followers go with you. Like that's how I knew that she was on a new server, right? It's she's st- I'm still following her no matter, you know, it, it just switched it automatically for me. Um, but not only, only your followers your social graph, that's the only thing that goes with you. All the messages that you posted are still over on the other server. And it's set up in such a way that if you were to go to one of those old messages and then follow her from there, it would know to forward it to the new thing. But the servers physically live on the, I mean, the posts physically live on the old server, right? So, yes. So you might want to think about making a new introduction post and a new hashtag introduction post because that's how you meet people on new servers. Like, and so I, I was, I was, and by the time I had written that, Adam, by the time I had written that and hit send, I see that her next post is, here's my introduction server, you know, my introduction. She made an introduction post now that she had moved servers. So, I immediately then replied and went, oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry that, uh, you know, you clearly have already done that. Uh, and then she said something back, which is very sweet. She was something back like, um, oh, well, thank you for reminding me. And then it dawned, yeah. on, it dawned on me, Adam. I was, ba- I basically was just fucking mansplaining to her. Like she, she clearly knew she'd done her research. She knew that it's like she moved. Why did I feel the need to explain to her 
how Mastodon, it's like, I don't, I don't work hey, for Mastodon. It's like, why did I feel the need to explain to her all this, this stuff? Like I was, I was teaching a, a young child, some new thing. And I'm, I felt awful. And yeah. so I said back to her, I'm like, thank you for not pointing out that I was mansplaining, uh, the whole thing. And, uh, you know, she very graciously, uh, said, you know, that, oh, reminders are fine. And that's, you know, you weren't doing that, but I totally was, I totally Daniel, let me, first of all, this is something that you should know about yourself. You mansplain so much, they're literally changing it in the dictionary to be called dansplaining. (laughs) That, wow. That is how how much. When did you think of it? Did you write it it down? Did you write that down so that you wouldn't forget it? it, I, I, it was in my brain for a couple of minutes. I was just waiting. I was waiting for the chance. I thought it was pretty clever. That's very clever, but I'd like to think that I don't mansplain. I mean, uh, man, all right, keep in mind, mansplaining is a very specific thing that that is speaking specifically to women because you, you're you're assuming I that they're I think you children. can mansplain to other men. I think no, that's just called gen- being I mean, no. Think, that's just called being a fucking know it all. And I cop to well, that. No, I am a fucking know it all, but I'm not sexist about it, Adam. I will. Yeah, I will explain it to you. I don't think you discriminate. I don't think it matters whether it's a woman or a man. You no, are the, the same. The phrase around both sexes. mansplaining. The phrase mansplaining implies a man talking down to a woman. That is that is how the it could the, be the a fem gay guy. <laughs> It could be, but I, no, what I'm saying is I feel like you're an equal opportunity. Know it all. I know. So if no, a woman's I there. Yeah, no, I can't so yeah, yeah, yeah. totally a know-it-all. So. I'm totally a know-it-all. Not, not guilty, Adam, not guilty of, of mansplaining. <sighs> you know what? It's uh Christmas Eve's Eve. It is. Yeah. And we didn't mention that. We didn't even talk about Christmas. We should probably talk about that. You know, like what, what I did. I said no, I I'm hate Christmas. Like, like what we're gonna eat, what we're gonna you know, what our, our anyway, let's talk about that in the after show, which is gonna happen okay. right after this. Uh but uh if you uh wanna know what the after show is, you can always join level thirteen, our behind the scenes club. All you have to do is send us an email. Uh say, Hey, I would like to join level thirteen, our email address. For that or other inquiries is contact at mixminuspodcast.com. Our voicemail is 707-61-DEATH. Or you can use your browsing device and go to http colon voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and leave us a message that way. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'll be back next week. It'll be the last show of the year because it'll be December 30th. See, I, I'm talking to you. See, uh, it'll be it'll be December thirtieth. Yeah. See, yeah. Merry Christmas. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride Forty Eight Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. <laughs>